Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up everybody? I'm K-Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language, so be advised. If you got little kids around, put the earmuffs on. Make sure you listen to it. And make sure you follow us on Twitter at Hanging With Apes. Check out our website, hangingwithapes.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Crazy episode, World Book Day and Race. And that's going to be the episode today. So let's get this book stuff out of the way. Yeah, she's so going to get real after this. Then it's going to get real, real <laughs> after this. So um, World Book Day 2018. I mean, I... If any of you are avid listeners of the podcast, you know that uh, both of us like to read. Reading is good. Um, On to op- the next segment. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, it, you know, it opens you up to a whole a whole world. Like, there's just really not enough I can say about, about reading, and I can't uh, stress it enough. I don't have kids, but if I did, like, I, I would probably be one of those dads that, like, is is big on them reading like i would always be asking my kid what are you reading like what are you learning like what's going on like i you know obviously when they're of age like you know if they're an infant they can't read but but once they can read uh, that's something that i think that i would be on top of all the time among amongst other things but but of course of course the more you read the more you learn the more you learn the more you understand everything around you i feel I feel, I remember when I was a kid, like, and this is grammar school, and, like, when teachers would say that, that used to sound so lame. And then as I started getting older in high school, I started understanding it more. You start doing these English papers, you start reading more, you start, you know, just reading different sources, fucking Wikipedia. Then you start seeing, like, okay, where did Wikipedia get this, this book, that book, that book. And sometimes you're even misguided because there's, there's so many books that, that my you might not agree with when it comes to, you know, f- philosophical views. And then there's stuff you do agree with, but it's all just fun to read just to get a better perspective. You know, you know, what's crazy is like when I was younger, I didn't enjoy reading as much <laughs> as I do now. Like I, when I was younger, I liked comic books. Like I would read like the occasional goosebump book or something like that. But yeah. I wasn't big on it. And you know what I noticed? It's because schools push a lot of novels. Schools aren't very big yeah. on pushing like nonfiction to read. Like a school is never going to tell you, at least none that I've come across is going to tell you, hey, read Thomas Sowell's uh, Wealth, Poverty, and Politics. You know what no, I'm saying? No. Or, 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 uh, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. You know, like they don't, they don't, tell you that there's like read holes read you know like stuff like novels yeah and 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 my thing my thing is like fiction it's whatever like it you know it's like it's 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 made up it's imagined it's a it's imagined it's imaginary to me if i'm gonna go that route i feel like i much rather watch a movie like if if we're gonna go that route then like because now not only are you just like conjuring up thoughts as like as a writer, but then like once the director and the producers get a hold of it, it's like we got to bring these thoughts to life. So like that's a whole nother, yeah, yeah. a whole nother thing. Hence but, the comic books. Huh? 
Hence the comic books. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like that's like with the appeal of comic books. But if we're gonna talk about like information and the flow of information, then like I kind of like to read about some real shit, like what's going yeah. on, yeah. even if I don't necessarily agree with it. But it's at least it's uh, involving subject matter that's real. You know what I'm saying? That's real. It pertains to the world we live in and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, like so. Th- that's another thing that that I think schools could probably do a little better is like maybe yeah. not push so much fiction. Yeah. Um. What's crazy is fiction. You know, it's you associate it with novels. But one of my favorite books is actually considered to be the first non-fiction novel it's by truman capote in cold blood it's written like a novel but it's actually a true story it's about a a family that was murdered and then capote he actually gets to like know the killers and there's actually a movie about it called capote yeah um but that book oh my god i remember when i read that that shit blew my mind like that's that's really good definitely definitely in my top five of favorite books yeah, that shit is real decent. See, me, and it's not that I don't appreciate, like, novels. It's just not, like you said, I've always been like, oh, I'll watch a movie. But I love, you know, reading on, like, psychology or, uh, you know, the philosophy of this. Or... Well, there, there, there are those that would argue that, that psychology is fiction. Like, there's, still, there's well, those yeah, that yeah. would argue with you on that, but no. In no, theory, no. right? <laughs> but, but, you know, stuff like that, I guess... And you know what? I hate math, but for some reason I've always been good at it. So I, I guess I like, I just gravitate towards things where you apply it or it's like application and, you know, it's like, okay, you you get this, you get this conclusion. And and, and that is one thing. Even in, in, in college, I remember I, I the, the book, <laughs> the textbook that I found the most interesting was the business uh, class that we took. And that's, again, because they went over not only different types of of uh you know po- not politics but, but like business and how how it's affected and then you start seeing even like history is very interesting to me like like i remember our, our business book it, it, it talked about the the uh plane traffic the people remember the during the reagan yeah. era or the syrian uh i think it was it was the syrian hostages before yeah. reagan like, it's like it's just so crazy how business is so intertwined with politics. And, oh, absolutely. You know, when you're younger, you just like, oh, yeah, fuck it, you know, business and politics. But then you start seeing that everything just is it's interconnected. And I find that so interesting. And, the, I mean, look at the show, the type of show we have. Well, that's why, like, I, 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 I was actually talking to, like, one of our friends about this the other day. Ernie, we were talking. I was over his house and... um we were talking about that and, and we were saying how that's why people that have money or that like are on some some like real stuff in life, um, they're so involved in, in politics and not involved in politics, but interested in it because yeah. they do recognize how much it affects them. Mm-hmm. And then like the people and you really see it like in the, the outcome of life, like you see the people that like care about politics and the kind of life that they live, yeah. And then you see the people that don't care about it and their kind of life, and it's like a, a much more mundane because yeah. Yeah. the more fast-paced, involved, if you're traveling, 
you got business going like like if you know like or or even if you have like a good family like yeah. a nice house like if you're doing like bigger things yeah you're gonna you're you're gonna be interested in like how to keep this going you know yeah. what i'm saying like in, in to put it simply but if like much isn't going you know uh i i'd imagine politics wouldn't be as important to yeah. to some certain people but mm-hmm. um yeah so as far as like like uh like you know books and stuff i've uh I I'd say these past two years, I've read a lot of good books like like Charlemagne's book, the Black Privilege book. That was great. Uh, Wealth, poverty, and politics. Uh, the subtle art of not giving a yeah, fuck. Yeah, and, and and mentioning uh, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. All of which fuck. I've recommended. Yeah, so yeah, let's, fucking uh, great. And and then not only that. Uh, one thing I loved about um. The subtle art of not giving a fuck is they reference a lot of books, and one of the books that I loved, probably my favorite so far, is um, I forgot what chapter because you know you read you just and I hate highlighting like I gotta get into that and I feel that highlight people who highlight in their books, that's good like little notes, but um it was uh, the denial of death by Ernest Becker so like if you're into mm-hmm. like psychology, that's that's really badass and as a matter of fact, I found it really cool because you've mentioned wisecrack before on 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 this uh show and wisecrack is is pretty much a youtube channel that breaks down movies and when they broke philosophically hell yeah yeah philosophically and and one uh who did they break down oh uh darth vader they broke down with with the denial of death with which i found like that she was badass oh that's cool so you know and pretty much that book just breaks down stuff from like you know sigmund freud or carl june or or Eric Fromm, or Kierkegaard, like just different, you know, people who who've been in, in the field, and then just kind of breaks down like the, you know, the, their ideas and 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 how it all ties down to like the denial of death. So that's definitely a very good book, and it's well, crazy because you, you, I got it from another book. What are you reading right now? Right now, it's been the Twelve Steps. Uh, what what is it? Uh, Jordan B. Peterson, yeah. Twelve Steps to a Better or Twelve Rules to a Better Life. But you know what? I haven't I, I haven't been able to sit down. Ass. Yeah, yeah. But it's really good. I got I got that, and then uh, and then uh, right now I'm on Bachelor Pad Economics, which I mentioned. Was it last episode or the episode before? I think it was last episode. Yeah, Bachelor Pad Economics. But even though Bachelor Pad Economics, it's more like it's not meant to be read like front to back, so it's more of a reference. But I'm not finished with uh, the Jordan Peterson book yet. Yeah. So- but but I I hope to finish it. Before he comes to Chicago in May, yeah, because I, oh, I would like to go to that like the event, With having the, like read the book like in its its uh, uh told you know in its completion, with, with with all the ideas, and um and then you know which books are actually pretty badass um, and at first I because I bought the one for philosophy it's it's like they call them like the philosophy book. Or the psychology book. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll buy stuff like that, and it's just just like the history, history of stuff. It in it just in general, it's like a textbook almost. And sometimes I'll just buy like right now. I bought a couple books like that, where it's just you know going over different ideas, or just ways to better your life or or, or better yourself because we're not perfect. Um. So you know, th- there's just a lot of shit like that 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 that's badass. What else? What else has came out recently? 
Recently, not much. Like a lot of the stuff that what I, happened. I, a lot of the stuff. Oh, the, that's the Hillary book. <laughs> that's the funniest title to a book. What happened? Um, yeah, a lot of the stuff that I've read. Um, uh, it's it's like kind of like backtracking. Well, the newest thing was like the Jordan Peterson book, but but the Bachelor Pad economics that's that's been out. And then um, oh, and then uh. What made me want to read this book was the Dave Chappelle uh, stand-up Pimp by Iceberg Slim. Yeah. But that's an older book too, but, yeah. but I started reading it. Which is crazy. That's That book, it's... um. There's a lot that we could talk about with that book. Like, it's it's deep. It's deep. Um, and and, yeah. and which, which we might bring up some of those things, like if, we, if we're able to do that uh, man panel that we've been talking about. Where, oh, like, yeah. Like, there's a lot of good stuff in there that we could talk about, which we might have something in the works for you guys, uh, as far as uh, a panel coming soon. But um, but yeah. yeah. So now that we got that out of the way, jumping in to to all this craziness, as you guys know, last week we covered the the Starbucks situation. The two guys got arrested. Um, Apparently, the manager displayed inherent bias. If you notice too, they're they're stepping away from subconscious bias to inherent bias. They're stepping away the terminology. They're changing because I think that a lot of the left has recognized how stupid unconscious is. Like unconscious bias, or not unconscious, subconscious, subconscious bias. Yeah. Subconscious bias is so retarded. How can you tell somebody what they're thinking subconsciously when you yourself don't even know what you're thinking subconsciously? Yeah. Like, if you are, if you do buy into the whole idea of the subconscious. Yeah, yeah. Which I think there's enough evidence to suggest that it does exist. So, like, what? And so I think they've kind of, like, learned that, like, yeah, we can't be saying this dumb ass shit. So now it's, it, now it's inherent bias, which is still, like, still... Stupid, but not as stupid. Well, yeah, because that's that, that's ridiculous. So now you're saying like I, the, these whatever these beliefs that I have, I have inherited them. Like, come on, man. Like, no. like stop it. But anyway, inherit these nuts in your mouth. Yeah, that's very professional. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, <laughs> great ass. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But um, but anyway, uh, so in the past week. A lot has a lot has happened. Not necessarily pertaining to the Starbucks thing, but a lot of a lot of uh, race culture friction. So the other day, Kanye West, which I'd imagine everybody listening knows who Kanye West is, um, tweeted, "I love the way Candace Porter, Candace Owens, Candace Porter. Why? Who's Candace Porter? There's a Candace Porter. You know what? I think Time Candace Porter Google, was baby. this." Was this girl in in high school that was just like fucking like weird, but anyway, <laughs> Candace Owens, Candace Owens, like he's like I love the way Candace Owens thinks. Now, if you're not familiar with Candace Owens, Candace Owens is what they call a red pilled black woman, which to the left means that like she's far right, but red pill is really like a. If if you're talking terminology wise, your red pill is like the opposite of woke. Yeah. Like if the left is woke, red pill is like the, the that terminology, but for the right, if yeah. you will. Yeah. 
even though I don't really see it as like being right, right wing, I see it as just being real. Like it's yeah, just, yeah. it is what it keep, is. Keeping it real, baby. But, but yeah, so she's what they call red pill and she's gained a lot of notoriety on YouTube lately, uh, for just speaking her mind, for being black and speaking her mind about things that like the black lives matter movement, uh, cares about. And she's pretty much saying that, that like all that is is like a bunch of like victimhood, victim mentality stuff that yeah. is really keeping people of color down. So she had a lecture at UCLA with Charlie Kirk and and they're they're on stage and she, she had some Black Lives Matter uh protesters there or protesters. I don't necessarily know if they were Black Lives Matter, but they were there were protesters protesting her speech because that's another thing of the left. They don't want to hear you talk like if you don't agree with with what they agree with, which is insane and un-American. So, <laughs> yeah, so she's she's up there and she's saying, look at how we got these black people up front. They're cool. They're listening. They're they're here to learn something or, or hear something. They love America. They're just here. And then the ones in the back that are are, are protesting and you're protesting what slavery, however many years ago that you were not a part of your grandparents were not a part of you're living in, 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 in this privileged society yeah. at this nice school and you're trying to be a victim. And so she t- retweeted like the clip of that. The internet kind of blew up. The shit went viral. Kanye West saw it. And then he was like, I love the way that Candace Owens thinks now there's so much, that that stems from this because now you have like the the left wing not only attacking Candace Owens but also attacking Kanye West. You have uh 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 j- just all all kind of stuff that that is that is transpired from this. And like something that she said that that like really struck me was she was like you're gonna see in twenty years which of these two different groups of black people the ones that are here just listening. And then the ones that are back there protesting and 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 what their lives look like. And you're going to see, you know, the result of, of their actions. So I know that's a lot to, to kind of unpack. But what are your thoughts on that whole situation? I, I think, um, first of all, Kanye West, sometimes he'll have he'll have his antics. You know, he'll have his antics and, and uh, he's just crazy like that. I mean, Jay-Z... Has has told the story and and really just some of the people in the background when, when when Kanye West didn't even make music, and said that sometimes he would like they would be recording and he'd stop everything, like everything and then he'll get on top of the table. He's like, I'm gonna bring Chicago to the motherfucking top. Like he's just a crazy dude. That's who he is. And then there's sometimes he'll he'll do it for the marketing purposes, which which with Yeezy. So saying something like before you go in, yeah. saying saying something like that or acting like that, that's crazy. You think that's uh, in, in a sense when people look at it, you know, I, 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 like one thing I respect about Kanye is he talks. He's almost like Mayweather. He talks things into existence, which and Conor McGregor, same thing. You when you come off on people like that. And there's something that's very intriguing about that because Tupac had the, that same thing. It was like that. It's almost scary. Like what they're saying, sometimes it's like they're even taking over and then the shit happens or, you know. So, so yeah, I guess to a regular person, that might come off as like, oh, this guy's like loony. Okay. And and 
you know that that's just who he is and and some people don't like that and and sometimes you know he he's crossed the line when when he did the taylor swift stuff spoke his mind and people don't like him because of certain things but one thing you have to respect is that he keeps it real and and i think he tweeted well you said he he tweeted about uh candace and said that you know she's she likes the way she thinks and then let's even rewind back because we talked about this before when president uh trump was pretty much you know getting in into office kanye west went to go meet him greet him and even before that when when they were uh he was doing his performances for the life of pablo he would stop the music and he would start telling people how trump was like so uh i guess in in a way like so above everything else when it came to like talking to people mm-hmm. and that i could tell was real that i could tell it was real because again kanye west when he looks at that and, and something that i've learned as a fan is you'll listen to you know an album of his and at first you're like what why why is he why he went there and then you know two or three years later everyone else starts to sound the same so so one thing that Kanye West I guess has in tune with people uh is is like he could he he I guess he sees um there's there's a word there's a word for it he could relate I guess he he, he sees he sees like how do you get to people right how do you how do you uh touch them in a way like how do you fucking set a trend how do you and 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 culturally in a way he's a genius yeah, right? he, he's definitely definitely a button pusher, and he knows when exactly when uh, and how to do it. Now, something else that I saw today, um, Ebro from High Nine Seven, he said that over the phone, he was talking to one of Kanye's guys, and then Kanye got on the phone and said, told him that he loves Trump. He's like, I love Donald Trump. So from the little clip, I know I showed you before before it started. From the little clip, you see that the people at Hot Nine Seven, including Ebro, are not happy about this. No. This doesn't this doesn't rub them the right way. It clearly rubs them the wrong way. Do you think that because we know, especially being fans of hip hop, we know that Kanye is notorious for his antics right before an album drops. Yeah. Like, we know that. And we know that this within the last week, he's gone on a, on a tweeting tirade as far as albums that are coming out. Yeah. His album is coming out. Then he has an album coming out with Kid Cudi. Then Nas's album is coming out. Pusha T's album is coming out, which sounds like a phenomenal summer, if you ask me. Hell, <laughs> motherfucking yeah. But, uh, but, but, but aside from all that, how much of this is antics and gimmicks and poss- possibly not coming from a place of the utmost truth? And how much of this is just real, free thinking? I got to say what the fuck I need to say. I got the answer for you, baby. The Life of Pablo, outro, last verse. Saint Pablo. No one said shit, but he went out on a limb. Now, I fucking pulled that shit up because, like, I was like, when I heard that shit, I was like, what the fuck did he just say? Okay. So, this is, I'm gonna, this is a quote, quoting his verse Black on black lies is worse than black on black crime. The Jews share the truth on how to make a dime. 
Most black men couldn't balance a checkbook. But buy a new car talking about how my neck look. Well, it all looks great. 400 years later, we buying our own chains. The light is before us, brothers, so the devil working hard. Real families stick together and see through the mirage. The smoke screens perception of false reality. Who the real owner if your boss get the salary? God damn. And then he, right after he said, I am one with the people. Yep. Yeah. I am one with the people. Yeah. I real. And I remember that. And then, and then after that, shit, we could continue. I've been, I've been woken from enlightened man's dream. Checking Instagram comments to crowdsource my self-esteem. Like, we just literally talked about this just now. He's so in tune with, with people how do, and feeling. How do people not like rap? Like, isn't that so like baffling? Listen, rap is the greatest genre of music. Thank you. Genre of music. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck what anyone says. No, it it, it really is. Yeah. And like, this is coming. This is yeah. coming from like like people that do music. Yeah. Like. It's crazy because there is a lot of bad rap out there. There is a lot of horrible, like like just garbage. But the great rap like outweighs all that shit. Like it's like wisdom. Like and, and, and you don't you don't. It's because all the words like like you don't. There's rock songs. There's like there's there's good rock songs and and the rock songs with like great subject matter. Yeah. But because of the way like a rock song is is tailored. It, it can never be, never have that level of complexity, you know, because it it, it, it's, it ends up being more artsy. Yeah. Which is nothing wrong with that, but, but then it limits it. Yeah. Rap, I mean, go buy a Public Enemy album. You don't even have to. Just fucking stream that shit. That shit's political, right? Mm. Then you have fucking, just, just listen to Jay-Z. God damn. Like, dude, dude, dude's a beast. Eminem, when it came to the culture at the time, and like the oh shit, this is crazy. Um, Fifth I mean, on some gangster rap shit. Yeah, yeah, like rap. it's it's all very different. Uh, it, uh, what was it? Um, as a matter of fact, this shit gives me chills. Troublesome '96 by by Tupac. Like, and then and then they use it in the documentary because that shit. Like they had a uh, beautiful people playing. It was documentary. It was a Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Dre documentary. Oh yeah, I forgot the name of it. Yeah, but the, but the it's on HBO. On the, yeah, the and defiant the ones. defiant ones. Yeah, and like when that song was playing, that shit was like, ah, you know, beautiful people was amazing too. But something about rap, like you, you're you're telling such, you have so much time to tell a story. Yeah, still be artistic, but it's like, and so much wisdom packed into one no, song. Right, like in that one verse that you read, it would take like a rock or like a country album they would take a whole album to to say what was said in that one verse you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah. so that that's 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 crazy do you think because we know that it's it's been like well publicized that there's been a rift between Kanye West and Jay-Z do you think that like maybe like some political views are the cause of that maybe what because, do you mean because you, there's a rift between like Jay Z and, and Kanye West. Oh, oh. And Jay Z is is clearly would never say I like the way Candace Owen thinks. He no. Even no. if he does, he would never vocalize that. So, uh, yeah. so, so do you think maybe behind the scenes there's been more talked about between them and like that's what has caused the rift? Because I think so. Yeah. Because I mean, you got one one half of Watch the Throne that is saying. 
that he loves Donald Trump, and we have one half of Watch the Throne <laughs> that clearly has no use for Donald Trump. So. No, no. I I mean, I'm sure it's uncomfortable. You know, I, I'm sure it's uncomfortable for yeah. for them sometimes to talk about it. I I, I I'm always gonna think that they that Jay Z is always gonna think of this guy as family, and Kanye West is gonna think of. But but maybe yeah. I mean, I th- I think. As family members, and, and I know this from experience, sometimes I've said things that I truly believe in, and I'm not going to filter myself. And I can tell people feel uncomfortable. Whereas if they say how they feel, I'm totally comfortable. I'm totally comfortable. You can feel how you want to feel. And I think that's just like a level of like understanding that, that, that people are going to think different. And sometimes they could be wrong or right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's it's subjective to a point. But at the end of the day, it's like you look at it and 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 how it's applied in in life and 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 like the results. Like for example, we were just talking about books. You know, I like to read stuff that I don't agree with. I I read a, a few articles like like which pretty much it was like biographies of um, Karl Marx, which like if you read on him and 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 then he, Karl Marx is. For anyone who doesn't know, he's the guy who won, who, who won, who wrote the uh, Communist Manifesto. That's another thing. You know, I've read, I haven't read the whole thing, but I've, you know, bits and pieces, and it's free. You could just get the PDF, but you see this stuff applied. You see the type of person this person is, and then, and then his his agenda, and why he thought the way he did. I don't want to live his life, and if and if you want to, or or if you think you would want to, read up on him, and then you'll see why he thought the way he thought. And then at stuff like that, you start learning. That you know, you start learning. And the thing is, it's it's it is what it is. But I don't think uh, I I wouldn't I I, I like I guess for Jay Z to 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 I guess have a riff with with Kanye because of that. I just don't. I think they're too old. Yeah, I'd like to think that. Yeah. Yeah, it's like come on, you could agree to disagree. Come on, let's be mature. Especially, did you see the David Letterman? With with Jay Z, no. The my next guest is yeah. There's a lot of stuff that I was hearing Jay Z say that I just, when I was young, I thought I'd never hear him say. Like what? Like you know, what was he talking about? He was talking about like drug use. I think how 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 certain people self medicate or or like you know, him being forgiving of his father, knowing that like his father's brother was killed and and that really messed with him. And and that kind of that was a downward spiral. Just even about crying and you know, like just certain stuff that you didn't really see Jay Z even talking about. This is the guy who's who wrote, you know, I can't see him do- coming down my eyes, so I'm gonna make the song cry. Yeah. And 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 I guess I saw somebody that you know. It's just when when you've lived and 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 you've had so many stages in your life, you're gonna see things differently as you get older and much more understanding. Mm-hmm. You know. Or like, like you could tell that shit. Like he really, uh, it really got to him when, uh, and I, it was this documentary that he was a part of about the guy that, uh, that 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 Khalif was in, in jail. Yeah, Khalif Browder. He was in jail, and then and then um, he ended up killing himself. Yeah, but yeah. but but a week before that, Jay Z had met up with him. He's like, hey man, listen, I know what you've been through, and. I know, you know, it was hard, but, you know, it's, everything's great now, you know, and, and like, I, I support you and, you know, anything you need. And then a week later, you know, dude, dude commits suicide and you could tell that affected him, you know, and and that's just one, one of those things that you can't be mad at someone because 
they don't agree with you on on, on views because sometimes that's just it's it's a method to the madness for for people, right? It's it's a formula. There could be coaches that clash, but if they're both having winning results, you know what I'm saying. So you have to see where where it's coming from. And clearly, the verse that I just said for Kanye, you could clearly see that he cares about black people, and he wants them to implement certain things in their life. So like, how could you be mad at that? You know, I, I can't be mad at that. Do you see? more people coming out of the proverbial closet now that 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 Kanye has expressed his beliefs like more more celebrities coming out and being like on some on some okay yeah like I I, I like what this dude is saying like I fucks with Trump like do you, you do you see any of that I don't know I don't think so no, I still don't think either. so it's too it's still too scary of yeah. a terrain for for those type of people yeah yeah because you know People, they'll let money get in the way. And then also, like, the the idea that, that like, there's an, like, an onslaught. Well, like, he's already, I, I'm sure he's already, like, faced some onslaught on Twitter. But whatever, on there's probably more to come. Especially if this whole Ebro thing goes viral that of Kanye saying that he loves Donald Trump. But Kanye is with that shit. Oh yeah, yeah. He's with that shit. Like not everybody has has that those type of balls, but Kanye is definitely with that. Like like bring it. Yeah, yeah. You know? And that's again something that's very respectable. He doesn't give a fuck. Like I'll say it. So what? I said it. I mean, this guy was stopping. I'm I'm pretty sure like a good ninety percent of Kanye West fans, maybe even more, are maybe probably more liberal than than conservative. That's just. I would have to I'd say. Imagine. I, I, I'd imagine. Yeah, just because it's, it's rap music. And I, I just wouldn't. I, I don't see that. And then, like, when he would stop it, you could even tell the uncomfortableness. But the thing is, the thing is this, though. And I think this is where where all of this starts to kind of un, uh, 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 unpack. Like, we start to, like, really get deep into it. Yeah. When you have a situation where people are thinking so freely and and these sort of views and beliefs are being expressed and like you said like you have Kanye with who you would say that uh, probably close to 90% of his fans are liberal which like I I would I would agree with that but now like what is our definition of liberal because see the thing is we well the left and 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 a lot of people in society they attack the current right wing or the Trump or or a Trump supporter or a Candace Owens or a Kanye West because I even on Twitter like the headline was Kanye West supports far right wing uh, Candace Owens which she's not far right she's not no and that's my point is like if 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 we've already shown and we've already established that Donald Trump as a politician is not really far right he's not really no, he's not. there's a lot of people that would even argue with you like Ben Shapiro will argue that if he, he's even right at all like Ben yeah. like ben, ben Shapiro is like like he's made some 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 right wing calls but like for instance like picking Neil Gorsuch as 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 your nominee for the Supreme Court is it right wing to want somebody that's going to follow the constitution? Like, it, what's right wing about that? Yeah, yeah. 
it was that everything had moved so far left that we see doing things the right way as like right wing. So my point is this, kind of bringing it all home here, is these fans, these these so-called liberal fans, can Kanye possibly serve as a segue or as a middleman between between, hey, like, you fuck with me, and I've been saying this. Yeah. This guy is not saying anything that different than what I've been saying, but how come you don't fuck with him? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like so, so maybe he don't necessarily see it as, like, he's going to, like, receive an onslaught from his fans. Maybe he sees it like, hey, listen, you guys listen to me, right? You listen to me. This guy is not saying anything that different than what I've been saying, but like because he looks different and and he sounds mm. different, you you treat him different. But the reality is like we're kind of on the same page here, you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, maybe, sure, you know, Twitter, the left, people that aren't even Kanye fans are gonna like attack him. But maybe this is a, a a catalyst for his fans to kind of be like, yeah, you know what? Like, I never really thought about it. Like, I never, yeah, I never, I never saw it like this. Like, that's true. Like the idea of like when Trump was on the campaign trail and he's like, and a lot of people thought this was controversial. He said, "What do black voters have to lose by voting for me?" And people were like, "Oh my God, how could he say that?" Well, look at what the Democratic left has done. To the black community in yeah. big cities, yeah. mayors, uh, uh, committee men, aldermen, what have you done? You haven't done nothing for your people. No. So when a man comes out and says, listen, what do you have to lose? These people have been fucking you. Vote yeah. for me. Like, what do you have to lose? Oh, and then what happens a year after he's president? The lowest black unemployment rate since 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 uh, uh, ever recorded. Yeah, yeah, ever. Recorded. Come on, man! Like, what's going on? Like, what? But but yeah, and and then when and then when when he does the State of the Union address, the black committee they don't the black caucus they don't clap for him. Oh, when when he mentioned yeah when they mentioned that. And no. this is a statistic. This is fa- like you could prove this factually. Yeah. This is so far beyond what you have to lose by by voting for me. Yeah. This is hey, look, the lowest unemployment for black people ever recorded. Yeah. You don't clap for that? What I mean, come on. Like like you this this is this is real, man. This is not, real. <laughs> not only that, but you're definitely on something when you say that because okay. As much shit as I've talked, as much shit as we've talked um about how we don't like how how things as far as you know media um entertainment have panned out we have hit a lot of gold recently and i feel we've hit this kind of threshold where like we're starting to see the real come out you see dave chappelle you see his stand-ups very refreshing very just a real ass motherfucker just saying some real ass shit Mm-hmm. About about you know left right whatever, tackling things bravely. We see. We see Kanye West, you know, just speaking his mind. We see you. You mentioned the last time Silicon Valley. You know, pretty much being brave. Like you know, let's 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 put in some of these political jokes because this is this is the, this is the times. 
um, Chris Rock. We are starting to see these gold mines. And, and I love it. I love it because, like, you know, I, I don't feel that these extremes that we see in the, in the media, that, that's not the norm. That's, that's fringe. But it is scary because it's kind of like, a, what's that saying in Westworld? Violent uh, delights have violent ends or something like that. You remember in Westworld in the mm. first season? No. Do you feel that for as much bad that there's been and good that there's been, do you think it, it could lead to something dangerous in the future with these fringe groups, like let's say white nationalists and, 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 and some of Black Lives Matter, you know? And even some of white nationalists, because, you know, Black Lives Matter, they're into the identity politics of it, and then white nationalists are into the identity politics of it all. But then they have like the fringe. Like, do you think that could end up being bad? You know, or or, 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 or let's even let's even mix the pot a little bit more. You start seeing that this because this is just one spectrum. Race is one spectrum. Gender is another spectrum. The feminist movement has been empowered now, right? Now you've seen so much more about this feminism and men, 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 oh, and then the rape culture and then the Me Too. Some of it could be healthy, yes. I mean, there's things that you're going to talk about that's going to be healthy, but at what point does it become dangerous? And at what point does it become pretty much not constructive at all and, and, and damaging to the culture as it stands okay um well that's that's a loaded question but mm. but t in in reference to the fringe groups i don't see that being dangerous the fringe because it's there's not enough of them like the fringe is is very fringe and and stupid begets stupid so like we talked about when we covered charlottesville you have a group of fucking morons counter-protested by another group of morons and somebody got killed unfortunately like that's what happens but like that's just that was like one person that died obviously it's unfortunate but still like it's not like anything anything like astronomical in terms of numbers but where i think the danger lies is not in the fringe i think the danger lies in the everyday stuff that we see that we've like accepted kind of as the norm like for instance this idea that okay like that whiteness is a thing and this is we're talking about like in terms of like academia there's somebody that like uh i went to to high school with that uh, that we follow on instagram and i guess right now she's in school for her phd and she's a teacher and i'm uh from everything I gather from her Instagram, it seems like she's going for a PhD in teaching. Okay. Everything that she posts revolves around whiteness, whiteness in the workplace, whiteness in academia, whiteness. You're a teacher. You teach facts. What the fuck does whiteness have to do with any of that? Yeah. Like you teach fact. Like if you're teaching math, it's math. If you're teaching how to read, if you're teaching how to write, and even if you're like in something more abstract like philosophy or English, you can't be one so one-sided about it. Like you have to be like have a broader a broader idea of it. So you're going to be a doctor of 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 teaching? You're going to have a PhD and this is your mindset? That's dangerous. That's 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 dangerous because now she's maybe 
the dean of a of of a school or or maybe not a dean maybe she's like a a teacher in college a college professor and now you're pumping out all these kids into the world that have this like whack job ass mentality about whiteness in the workplace or whiteness in academia like no that that that's where the danger comes in or this this subculture of women because of because of the feminist movement that think that like all men are rapists yeah. or or think oh you know like what what like that attitude and and stuff like that like that that whole like uh, more or less a hatred towards men a disdain towards men like that's dangerous like this is where you get the danger where where you where you start to have a mindset of your child your 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 boy growing up and now you think he's displaying tax, toxic masculinity because he's just being a boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's dangerous. So no, the, I don't think the danger like lies on on the fringe. The danger lies in 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 what's sort of become the norm. And and I've told you this, and I might sound like a Alex Jones conspiracy theorist when I yeah. say this, but I do truly and honestly believe that Trump winning the presidency was the biggest monkey wrench in the left's machine that they were building. Yeah. That was that was some fucking You're completely right. Some fucking midget snuck into that factory <laughs> and he fucking threw the wrench in there and like the and the whole thing like <laughs> came crashing down. Yeah. Because that machine it was building and it was building strong and I don't like even want to think about what right now would be had she won. Especially yeah, yeah. with like the Florida shooting and all that like that would have just been like more leeway and more leverage for these people to take guns and like I don't know I don't I don't you know obviously it didn't happen so I, I can't say with a hundred percent certainty but it wasn't going well it wouldn't look like things were going well yeah. so in the norm and like another example uh to to kind of uh continue on that same question somebody that I know that that's in school was telling me that that um they um when the whole trump thing popped off with like uh his his lawyer uh 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 the fbi rating like the 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 hotel room the office and the house of uh of of trump's lawyer yeah and michael Cohn and uh all that most lawyers including left-wing harvard professor alan dershowitz who like i fucks with like i i like alan dershowitz very much he was saying how what a travesty it was today for well in that day for for lawyer client privilege in terms of like the just how like the, like the invasion of privacy that like and 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 how you're supposed to have feel safe yeah. between like your correspondence between you and your attorney and how that was like just completely violated when that happened. And I don't know if he's necessarily a Trump guy, but he's a law guy. And he's like, that shit was fucked up with how they did them, how they did Michael Cohen. Yeah. But this person that's in school, they were telling me that their professor of the law department was was with that shit. Like, oh, this is good. Like, that's my point. That's dangerous. No, how could you? No. You're... You're a professor of law. This you should be so against this, regardless if it's Trump or not. And 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 and, and since you're on on this point, I think it's fucked up that you went in there, you got information, and now you're starting to get, oh, Sean Hannity 
is 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 part of Cohen's. Uh, you know, uh, is a is a client of Cohen's. Oh, this there was an agree. Like, so was this just to get dirt on Trump? That's fucked up. That's dirty. Yeah, that is dirty. Like, listen, we're playing. It's like it's like you're playing a game, and 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 you know, yeah, motherfuckers are gonna get dirt out on people, and, and it is what it is. It's politics. It's a dirty game, but this this I think did cross a line. It, it crossed a line, and, and it's something that I felt like. What's oof, crazy is is, is uh, uh, the other day um, on Bill Maher, Stormy Daniels' attorney was on Bill oh, Maher. Did yeah. you see that shit? Jordan B. Peterson was there too, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and that dude was talking so much shit about Michael Cohn, about, like, he's, a, you know, all kind of, like, saying that he's a sleazebag and all that. And it's so funny to me because he this is something that he said. He's like, and I was, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't resist. He's like, one thing that, that, that Trump and his attorney knows is that me and my client, Stormy Daniels, we can't be bought. This whole thing is because she was bought. You can't be bought. She just wasn't bought at the price that she, she was bought. Yeah. As a matter of fact, this shit is so she bought. She's bought. And then like, oh, because you didn't get enough money. That, that's the, the the funny thing about things is the other side. If it's if it's what you agree with, oh, the scary part about it. And you know what? You said some real ass shit the other day because we were talking about we're comparing. I'm, I'm known for it. Right? Yeah, I'm hell known yeah. For he's, it. he's known. He's 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 fucking renowned, world renowned. But um, we were talking about because J Cole just came out with an album, um, Kod, pretty good. You know, uh, not our types of beats. We we tend to, as I guess that's that's the only thing with J Cole when it comes to us is we. And I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Sometimes I just get bored. And and we've talked about this, like the beats, eh. but some of the subject matter was good. Yeah. And so, so obviously we compared KOD with, with damn, or I asked you which one, which one you liked. And, uh, damn is a Kendrick Lamar album, which actually just won a, what was it? Pulitzer Prize. Pulitzer Prize for, for, you know, album of the year or whatever. Um, well, he's the first rapper to ever win a Pulitzer Prize. It's a weird situation. Like, I don't know why he won that, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was an okay album. Damn, wasn't like amazing to me, but but it did also have like good stuff. And then you had said something about uh, two songs that you liked, which was God. And I, feel. I love God and Feel. Yeah, and I feel that the song Feel kind of that's where some people, at least sometimes I even get in that mode when it comes to the current climate because. Sometimes you see the good, sometimes you see the bad, and it's kind of overwhelming. And I feel that that that's how people are feeling too. And then you were talking about how like how like uh, why you fucked with that song, mm-hmm. and and I feel that. Jeez, I keep saying I feel. Well, that's the name. <laughs> of the that's song, the name man. of the song. But I feel like like that's kind of a sentiment when when you listen to that song, and 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 they did he did a very good job of picking the type of beat because it does kind of get you in that mode. Yeah. With the song, but. It, it, it's crazy because it does make you feel, you know, especially in, in this current climate, the hopelessness. The hopefulness is there, but also the hopelessness of, of, of this situation, the infighting. The I feel like right now we're in an uncomfortable, I think a healthy uncomfortable time right mm-hmm. now, culturally. And when you listen to that, that's kind of like the hopeless, 
you know, version of that. Yeah. And, and I like how that, that song also tackles like, like the spiritual element of things, like yeah. essentially saying that at the end of the day, like in that song, I feel like, well, with everything he's saying and everything he's saying that he feels, he's recognizing that there's not much anybody can do for him. Yeah. But he would like people to pray because right now it feels like nobody's praying for him, which is kind of a powerful thing when you think about like in being in a position that he's in, you know, being, you know, one of the top rappers in the game, making money, seeing all your dreams come true. And like resource wise, he's probably not lacking. No. But yet you still get in that mode and sometimes you just want something as basic as the feeling of people praying for you. Like I, I thought it was a deep song and then also a song uh that goes in a route that not many no no rappers going. So yeah, it's I I definitely yeah. definitely definitely like that track. Oh yeah. It could be lonely, but it is what it is. Now so now that we kinda tackled everything that's going on with with that politically and, and, and culturally there's been uh, this sort of on a smaller scale, but still, I think, very important to talk about and kind of tying in everything together in terms of race and er everything that's going on. Recently on... Uh, actually, I, I don't want to say recently because I don't really know how recent it is because I didn't actually listen to the podcast, Sam Harris podcast. I saw videos recently referencing that podcast. We had the author of The Bell Curve, which is a book that came out a while ago, and it talks about the disparity in IQs of from different races. And so Jordan Peterson has commented on it. Joe Rogan has commented on it. Uh, 1791L, they did a video on it. And then they were saying how they talked about it on that podcast. And then this guy Ezra Klein from BuzzFeed, he commented on it, and him pretty much saying that it's wrong that they're even having this conversation. Like the disparity in IQs between races shouldn't even be talked about. Now, terrible. First and foremost, they're trying to allude to the the idea that it's racist to talk about these things. And obviously, like when you're talking about racism, white people get the brunt of that. But that's not. That wouldn't even hold true in this case because amongst the highest IQs are Asians. Not even yeah. white people are amongst the highest IQs. Yeah. So you're seeing a correlation between IQs and success. And we're not, we don't have, we're not scientists and we don't have all the data here. But we're, we know that socioeconomic wise, we have people that, that the Asians are like the top and then the whites. And we've covered this. And then you're seeing like those same things reflected amongst IQs. Yeah. So do you think that it's right or wrong to talk about, to have that discussion and, and why do you feel the way that you feel? I think, I think it's uh it's right. It's the correct way to go about things. Uh, um, we go over a lot of things, so I'm, I'm not going to be able to, to, uh, quote the exact source but i mean recently we were talking about gun control um and, and all the situations you know how we actually went over the statistics where 
how many assault rifles, how many guns, how many knives kill people, you know, and, and, and that was very revealing. In that same study, and they, there was a, there was a, a statistic on there that was comparing things like that, like, you know, guns, this, that. One of the statistics on there was as a race where there was a lot of black people, there was high homicide rates. Now, if someone was to say that, probably, like, let's say Charlie Kirk, right, was to say that, oh, my God. Yeah. That would be terrible for him. And the thing is this. That was a statistic that was made from, like, you know, from a think tank of, of certain economists looking at that thing. You want to find stuff like that out. Why do you want to find that out? Because then you're going to ask, why? What the fuck? Over guns? So then you start following things and, 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 and you know, kind of going down the rabbit hole, right? Just digging into the information and seeing why. And then you start seeing certain things. You, you just said Asians have the highest IQ. One thing that I've, and, and, and I, I'm going to tell you right now, I haven't been like a part of many Asians' lives. You know, I haven't had that many Asian friends or many Asian acquaintances. But one thing when I have, I used to work in the South Loop, Best Buy. That was like one of my first jobs. And I remember there was a lot of Asians there because it's right next to Chinatown. And they would always stress that when it came to grammar school, or fucking high school, or at that time it was college, their parents think that they're utter failures if they get a B. Yeah. Like, what? You got a B? Yeah. You've been disowned. (laughs) Get the fuck out of my house. So then you you start seeing certain things. Like, culturally, these motherfuckers are here to get this money. Like, hey, you got to get good grades because you got to get a good good profession because you get... No nonsense. Where I come from, mostly Latino and, and, you know, pretty much black. That's not how parents think. That's not how parents like. As long as you're passing, yeah. Yeah, Oh, you you see, all right, decent, you're good. You know what I'm saying? Like, my parents would, like, be like, oh, see, come on, you could do a little bit better, whatever. Go outside. That's not to say that my parents were terrible. Go outside. (laughs) Go outside. Have have, have fun. Go play it. You know what I'm saying? Like. That's not to say my parents were terrible, but but it is a difference in culture. And then you start seeing why Asians do better, get better jobs. Same thing with Nigerians. Uh, Thomas Sowell has written about how well they do here in America. They don't play these games. No, they don't. They come here. They get in the me- medical I, field. And- I, I know people that rent, like in the in the real estate field, that rent to Nigerians. And no, they don't play. They don't play games. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is uh no. They're they're about it. Like they're about like that American dream. Like, Hell yeah. yeah! So how embarrassing is it that like uh uh anybody, whether you be really, it's embarrassing for anybody, white, Latino, or black, that we got these motherfucking Nigerians and these motherfucking Asians coming in and and beating us because they're hungrier. Okay. Cause their culture, you know. Well, well, there's there's a there's a few things to 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 sort of unpack with this whole thing. Yeah. If you're coming from the perspective of this 
topic is quote unquote offensive taboo or taboo to talk about because people are saying that certain races are born limited in terms of what they could achieve IQ wise, like, like biologically speaking, then I could see why that would spawn anger and outrage because it's not offensive in the terms of, I don't even like using that word offended or offensive, but it's not offensive in the terms of, of being racist. Although it may be coming from a racist place, like Nazi type shit, like, Oh, you're not pure blood. You're not of the race. Oh, you're using Jew science. Like, like that type of shit. It's more so like based in ignorance. Like that's ignorance because like, there's so much evidence out there that shows that it's not, it's not like a biological limitation, like oh, or oh, black people or 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 Greeks or whatever the fuck, they can only achieve a certain level because otherwise they're capped and limited. No, 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 no. So like we'll throw that out of the window because like that's totally like unsubstantiated and ignorant. Yeah. But now if you're talking about you don't want to talk about this and you feel offended talking about this from the standpoint of you just don't want to talk about it. I feel like that's wrong and kind of borderline evil because if you're seeing that there's a particular race that isn't doing as good as they can do IQ wise, because I, I, you see that in the results that the higher the IQ, the more resources people have, the better lives they have, like the more that they can like obtain and achieve. And IQ doesn't necessarily correlate with morality either. Like no, no. like Jordan Peter was talking about that. Like doesn't necessarily mean you're more moral or anything. So we shouldn't even look at it like that in a terms of a value system. Like, oh, these people are more valued than these people or nothing like that. But we should want to get to the yeah. bottom of this. Yeah. Get to the bottom of why certain races have a higher IQ and what it is. What is what is it culturally yeah. that that they're doing behavior-wise that's making it that way? Because we do know, we talked about books starting this episode off, yeah. and we do know that in our culture, reading is not really something that's like like done. Like like how many of our friends do we know be like, oh man, I was reading this book, man, yeah. yada yada yada. I was reading this book, like, 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 kind of thinking about it. Like I could think of maybe a handful of all the people that we grew up with or, and we still know to this day that be like, oh, I was reading this, I was reading that. So right there, like that's a behavior that you could see affecting somebody's IQ. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? How many people do stuff other than like drink and, and watch the game on the weekend? Yeah. Well, if you're not doing anything else, you're going to be less resourceful because you know less. I'd imagine that affects your IQ. Like there's so much out there that affects your IQ. And that's a conversation that we need to have. Mental training. Yeah. And, and we're talking about it from a constructive standpoint, not an ignorant racist standpoint that a lot of people, because that is that is true. There's a lot of people like on the alt-right or neo-Nazis that like like to use little shit like that to kind of like pussyfoot their way in and, and like like just yeah, yeah. use it like as like a racist, like just nasty be ignorant platform, it, yeah. ignorant. No, we're not talking about that. But we're, we're talking from a constructive productive standpoint like what can be done about this yeah. you know what i'm saying so um I, I i'm all for it i definitely think that it should be talked about um and looked at matter of fact i bet i bet i would have had a 
in grammar school, I would have had a better IQ in fourth grade than I would have in eighth. Why so? Just the teacher, the way she was just on us. Like, we were testing so high. It wasn't just me. It was the whole class. She was doing something right. And that just goes to show, like, it, it's... You're affected by the people as you're growing up that that you're around and and the type of things that that you said you reading and, and and being well rounded. You're just more. You have more resources. Like you know, imagine a little kid who who's who's read more than another little kid when he's talking. He's asking about is it what the hell is he talking? Is he talking? What is he saying? Which kind of was makes me think. Like I think also open mindedness ties into it because yeah. obviously a more closed-minded person they're not even to give certain information the time of day a more open-minded person is gonna take that information in so uh, yeah uh, you know and there's a lot of cultures that we see that are a lot more closed-minded than others yeah so i i do definitely think that there's there's a lot to to uh look into with that and i think it's definitely worth talking about yeah most definitely so that's our episode for today jam-packed hope you guys enjoyed it if you know somebody else that you think would enjoy it send them the episode keep listening the show continues to grow because you guys listen every week and we're greatly appreciative of it uh follow us on twitter also we don't push this often but if you can uh rate and review us on itunes it helps us out a lot you know what i'm saying um do it now it gets the word out there about us oh you know one more thing we haven't really like plugged our stuff but you were talking about how we've always been like very visual mm-hmm. and you know we do we do put a lot into our, our our music videos so check those out we we definitely you know we had a lot of fun doing it and partly because we love directing and and, and you know just the art of it also. Let us know what you think. And about you get that to too. see another side of us. Like you hear us talk the way we do. And actually that in in and of itself is kind of entertaining. Like you hearing us the way that we sound on this podcast and then you seeing us rap in our music videos. It, it really is like a whoa. Like those are the same guys. But it is. Who so, the fuck's dude? So uh, did you say we fuck's dude? No, what? No. Jesus Christ. Who the fuck is dude? Oh, <laughs> mother of God. What's wrong with you? We don't fuck dudes. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening. We're out. Peace. Peace.